You're listening to the Palmetto Report. I'm Christopher Adams, along with Ron Cohen and Eric Little. Thank you for joining us. Today, we'll be discussing the lack of attendance for events at Winthrop University, specifically the attendance for athletic events. This is not just a Winthrop problem, but something that is prevalent throughout the country due to the improved experience of watching athletic events at home because of technology and screaming services like ESPN+. Winthrop's biggest sport is their men's basketball team that competes in a 6,000-seat coliseum, which is one of the largest in the Big South. There is a belief that the attendance issue at times at basketball games may just be an arena problem due to Winthrop being in the top two of their conference when it comes to men's basketball attendance. Yet, the Big South as a conference is ranked 29th out of 32 in terms of attendance when compared to the other Division I conferences throughout the country. Joining us today is Matt Martin, Associate Athletic Director for External Operations at Winthrop, and Kenyatta Adams-Brown, who is the Assistant Dean for Diversity and Student Engagement at Winthrop as well. Both play a huge part in getting students engaged and excited to come to events here at Winthrop. Thank you both for being here today. Absolutely. Each year, do you have general expectations for attendance at athletic events, or does it depend on the sport? It depends on the sport. We have um, before every single well, for every single year, and then every single season, we have obviously goal setting, you know, um, and strategies that we put together in order to to hopefully increase attendance. And so, um, from a on a global scale, we'll meet really in the summer and start and start to define our goals and expectations and um, our hopes for attendance um, at you know at, throughout the entire year and then we, we have kind of more um, specific marketing and sales plans for each of our sports which then obviously attendance is a huge a huge you know piece of those so each of them specifically have their own kind of uh, um, plan that that fit into the master plan which obviously feeds our department strategic plan in the past, what are some of the things that you guys have done to get people in the seats, especially students for your basketball games? For students in particular, um, a, there's been a, a few things. One is promotional things, so free you know, T-shirts and, and hats and things like that, rally towels. Um, students typically, we found, um, like to get something and walk away with something, you know. And so we really, really try to, to give them a good experience and have them, let, you know, bring something they can they can take home with them, put up in their dorm room, that sort of thing. Um, but maybe the biggest thing is that we've, in the last couple of years, really put an emphasis on getting across campus. You know, we're a mile removed from campus proper here in the Coliseum. And so um, what we found is when we go over on campus during common time or, or just um, throughout the day or the, the week leading up to a game that we're really pushing, when we go over there and get in front of students and you know ask them to come and tell them about the promotions coming up, um, we typically have success. And so that's been a big drive for us the last couple of years is not just sitting over here and putting stuff out on Twitter. That's important, but we've got to physically go over to campus, get in front of students and say, hey, there's something going on You know that you might be, if you're bored on Thursday night, you know something exciting going on, come over and, and have some fun. So I think those are the, the two biggest pieces. One, being getting face-to-face time with students and saying, hey, come on over. And then the second thing is the promotional stuff to, to try to drive 
you know, um, kids over here to get food or, or a t-shirt or whatever the case might be. So we really, really try to, to emphasize those. And then um, and the third thing is kind of a global thing. We are trying every single game and every single year to make our game day environment, our game day atmosphere better and better. And so um, there's challenges in that. We, we have some, some antiquated systems and some, some uh, you know, old sound system and video board is getting older and that sort of thing. And so you make do with what you have and, and you certainly, um, you know, there's some things we wish we had better sound system in particular, but, um, but we don't. And so, you know, we try to do things that are engaging and fun that maybe, um, you know, doesn't need, doesn't, doesn't necessarily have to use the sound system and stuff like that. So we're always trying to kind of make our game day more fun and more interactive and, and a social experience for kids and for students um, rather than just coming and watching the basketball game. It's really important that we make it a unique experience when you come to the Coliseum. And so that's something that we're continuing to work on. We're certainly not the best at it and we're certainly not there, but we're, we're taking steps, you know, to get, to make it a better and better experience for people. So what would you contribute to the lack of attendance at these athletic events at times and even just events around campus too? Could it be that we have an oversaturation of things going on? Uh, expand on that, please. So, I don't think we're, we're at school that has a shortage of things going on, right? I agree. Right? There, whether it's a, a athletic event or a DSU event or a club organization event or whatever, that's typically if we pull up this, we'll pull up the campus center calendar and look at all the programming events. We can pretty much find something on schedule every weekend or every weeknights and stuff. Yes. I think part of it is because um, we're, uh, you know, if, if you look nationally, right, attendance is down everywhere, and so. Um, so it's not necessarily a Rock Hill issue or it's not necessarily a Winthrop issue. It's an issue across almost every single school in the country. Um, and so, and part of that is because again, social media is so good and all that, you know, there, there's so many things that are driving people to, they can consume our brand through social media or they can consume our brand through ESPN plus and watch the game from the confines of their house. They can sit there and, you know, eat their own dinner and not have to buy a hot dog and, and not have to buy a ticket and that sort of thing. And they still can consume our brand. So that's, that's part of it. Um, I think that from an attendance perspective, you know, we, we also are, are right up there in our, in the league, in the big South conference, um, in terms of we're, we're typically leading the conference in attendance. Um, I'd have to look at the numbers this year to see where we, where we stacked up, but we're typically in the top one or two. And so, you know, unfortunately for us, um, I think part of, part of our, we have a 6,000 seat arena, which is one of the largest. Right. Um, and so when we get 2000 people here to a game, right it feels like nobody's in the building, but, but at the same time, nobody else in the conference had 2000 people either, you know? So, um, so that's part of it too, is I feel like when, when there's, when there's an attendance issue here, or it looks like an attendance issue, most other schools in our conference would be thrilled to get 2000 people, you know? And so you have to look, look at it that too, is, is I think it's so easy to, to, you know, look at it negatively and say, it's a, quarter of the you know a quarter of the coliseum is full it's like well okay that's it but if you look at what our brand is and where our conference is as a basketball conference like we're, we're not we're actually doing pretty well and so um with that being said there's always room for improvement and we wish there were six thousand people in here every single night you know um and so i think you know it's 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 a bunch of different reasons um but uh, i think that it's uh it's it's just something that, that you're continually working on you have to 
you know, student engagement is important, you know, and so you, know, you have to continue to hit on that and, and get a, build a product that students want to come to and want to see and that sort of thing. Um, and the same thing with our community, you know, um, it has to be something that they're willing to come on a Thursday night and spend money here rather than going to the movies or whatever the case may be. And so, um, so that's part of it, but, uh, it's a, it's a moving target, you know, and so that's, it's always, uh, it's, it's not easy by any means. You're listening to the Palmetto Report. I'm Christopher Adams, along with Ron Cohen and Eric Little, and we're speaking with Matt Morton and Kiana Adams-Brown, who are faculty here at Winthrop University, talking about event attendance at the school. Has there ever been a time when you were disappointed with the outcome of attendance at an event, or do you guys even worry about that at all? Sure. Sure. Yeah. I think that's, that's something that we, we are constantly, you know, looking at, I think, you know, we, when you do big promotions or big sales pushes and we know we've done some things, you know, and and put in plans, right. That we think are really good and and are going to work. And then, and the attendance just doesn't show up. And that could be a multitude of reasons. Sometimes it's weather. Sometimes it's, we've got a really great promotion going on and then, you know, sleets outside and people don't want to get in the car and go to a game. I don't blame them. And so, you know, sometimes you're, you're just disappointed because of the amount of work that went into, you know, getting people to a game just sometimes doesn't work. And the same thing we see that in baseball all the time is that you get a rain out and it's like, well, we had the, the best promotion of the year was today, you know? And so, um, that's just the way it goes sometimes, but, but no, definitely. I think, um, you know, we, it, you know, we all work here cause we believe in it and we, um, and we're excited about it. Right. And so when, when people don't come to as many people that we think should come to the games, we all think that it should be 6,000 people in there every single game. So, um, when it's not, yeah, you certainly get, um, a little disappointed sometimes, but, um, you know, that you can't really dwell on that. You have to just, you know, pick yourself up and go find the next thing that'll hopefully get people excited and, and just work harder to, to hopefully get people, you know, engaged and want to continue supporting us. Some groups plan last later than they probably should. Um, and so for the groups that do that, you you have this could be potential to be a great event, but you start advertising it two, three days before the event. It's not going to, it's going to flop. There you go. You know what I mean? And guess what? Another group who was planned an event three months ahead and y'all decide y'all want to have something with y'all's program at seven and theirs at eight. Same day. Now, this group was playing something three months, four months and ahead of time. Now, they're potentially their event could go down the toilet because this event over here. Hey, yeah, out of the blue came out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. All those mistakes. things up. Impact. I'm not saying, you know, one is, well, I am saying one is, I'm not saying one is wrong, wrong, but there's a better way to do things. For the future, how can athletics and campus organizations do a better job of trying to get more people at these games and events? So everybody, a lot of people got things going on. And so people are selective and pushed of all the things we have going on. For example, you gave a great example. That's what made me think of this. DSU, event, homecoming thing, and y'all had something. Well, why, you don't be like, okay, how do we work smarter and better in the future, potentially having groups work together instead of having, you know, two separate events? Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Work smarter and work better and work more efficiently when when it can work. Sometimes it may not work, but let's try to make it work if it can work, right? If we all have the same objective and we all have the same purpose and we're trying to build community, how can we work better together? So I, But I think some groups are open to do that and some groups aren't because some groups, they want to have their primetime show and they want to get all yeah. the credit, right? So they don't want to collaborate with another organization. They don't want to do that because this is our thing, right? Um, but... If we can work better together, I think that kind of that kind of helps. So, um, I think there's a potential again of oversaturation that we get too many things going on, and so students, you know, I'm gonna go to this event on Wednesday, so I'm not gonna go to the event on Thursday or last weekend. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. We're we're looking at a few different things um, from a basketball perspective. We uh, this last year instituted the or, or created the seat kills out there. So there's the kind of the um, the uh, um, I guess you could call. People call them tarps. They're actually not tarps. They're more made, made of nylon. Yeah, and so they cover some of the bad seats, so that the higher end. So what we're in a, the attempt is to get people to move down, so that it's a more intimate feel. It's louder around the court. Hopefully, helps affect the game. And so we did see that um, just in terms of environment, it, it helped a ton this year. So next year, we'll obviously we didn't we didn't get them until halfway through the season this year. So that's something that that we'll continue to push. Um, one of the other things is we're we're trying to develop a, a bigger and more robust kids zone and kids club, so that families you know have something for their young kids to do during the game that maybe don't want to sit and watch an entire game, but they have some stuff to go to go do whether that's pop a shot or you know uh, we had giant Jenga out there and that kind of stuff. And so our kids zone has been something we're trying to develop more and more. Um, and then the other thing is is other premium seating areas. That's something that we're looking into. Is you know this building was built in. I think it was the the late '70s, early '80s, or it was kind of when it when it first. Yeah, exactly. So and it looks great. Um, but one of the things that back then it was, you know, sporting arenas were put a bunch of seats in there, and that's what people wanted. Well, now people want club areas, and they want more social and and kind of um, interactive areas. And so we don't really have a lot of those. And so we're trying to develop some more kind of interactive areas with suites you know club setting that sort of thing premium seating um courtside seats that sort of thing to just make it a more comfortable game for people to, to sit and watch and so um you know we do believe that if it's a more comfortable and a more enjoyable experience when you're at the game hopefully you tell your friends and and people are more apt to come back thank you both for being here today uh, i really appreciate it guys Awesome. I appreciate it. Well, Ms. Brown, I'd like to thank you for your time and your opposing input. See, I told you it wouldn't take long. That was Matt Martin, who was Winthrop's Associate Athletic Director for External Operations, and Kenyatta Adams-Brown, who is the Assistant Dean for Diversity and Student Engagement, talking about student engagement and attendance for athletic events at Winthrop University. You're listening to The Palmetto Report.